everybody, and welcome to The Bit Effect. Today is part two of Binary Domain. We really shouldn't have a part two when it's something that's binary, but uh, what can I say? We're rebels. With me to discuss why Big Bo and Kane should have beautiful robot babies are my good friends Mike. Uh, uh, hello? <laughs> and Craig. Hello. Oh no, I had a line. Uh, hang on, because I've got Bo's line written down. What okay. Bo's line? <laughs> Looks like we bit off more than we can chew. Could you do it in more of a Big Bo voice, please? No, because I don't do voices. Alright, so last week we started talking about the gameplay like we normally do, and well, it kind of overflowed. So the first part of this is going to be continuing to talk about the gameplay elements, and then we will crack on with the story as normal. So, um, the last thing we discussed was those uh, abysmal shooting sections, so uh -huh. why don't we crack right on to the actual upgrading system, because this to me felt very uh, just kind of slapped on there like ah they need something to spend money on here do this no 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 Dave you're completely wrong here because the Ooh. upgrade system is perfect in oh. that what it does for me is it reminds me of the one skill that I always forget I have in the game because every time I come up to a barrier and I think oh shit I don't know what to do here I always oh. forget <laughs> this, that, that charge pulse thing which I never ever use because everyone mm -hmm. just blasts stuff forever. And I don't know what that's even doing in the game, but it's, it's crazy. Anyway, that's enough on shooting. Ah, now see, Upgrades. I started. Uh, it wasn't until probably the third boss. And then mm. I started using that way more often because, oh, that just shuts bosses down. Yeah, mm. it, it proper shuts them down. Also, the shield guys, it just knocks everyone over. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. The, yeah, those shield guys are right proper bastards. Yeah. I, for the, the upgrading system for me, you've got a primary weapon, you've got your assault rifle, and that's the only gun you can upgrade, and there's seven attributes you can upgrade, like rate of fire, power, blah, blah, blah. And Luck, how many, charisma, yeah, yeah, strength, that dexterity. Kind of stuff. Special, that's what it is. It's your special that you can upgrade. So strength, T, no, P, because <laughs> P is this, <laughs> oh my god. Um, you can upgrade I, your I think TP. It, yeah, I think it's really nice. Like, I think it's, yeah. I think it's a really nice upgrade system because it up it, it gives you some sort of reason to go and get some credits and stuff like that. The thing that didn't gel with me, the thing that didn't click with me at all, is you are some sort of Geneva Rust Crew operative who's infiltrating Japan to go and take out someone who's broken clause. 21 of the Geneva Convention for making robots look like humans, yet you don't have an unlimited budget. You've got, imagine James Bond going abroad and having to go, oh shit, I've not got enough money for this martini, I'm going to have to go and busk down in the, the street corner. <laughs> Stop to make by money. The, the nearest Target for <laughs> some socks. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I've got to go to cash converters to sell my shoes to go and get my drink. It feels really weird in that sense well, for me. Like I think there's a story reason for why it's like that. Yeah. Because remember, you're uh, you're you're not there with official consent. You're under you're the radar. What? You it's don't want true. paperwork. 
you don't want paperwork, but you got to think you had a, some sort of budget. Like, you're paying out your own pocket for saving the world. Well, I mean, if robots are dropping money, you might as well use it. Um, my, my problem is, well, number one, and this drives me insane in any game where this happens, the assault rifle tops out, but not at the max upgrade level. And that drives me insane. It's like, no, 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 you got a few, you got a few more chevrons there. I should be able to fill Are those. Are you Don't... talking about the where it locks you out locks you out of upgrading to a higher level? Yeah, until over. you get like further yeah. on into the story. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit of a nightmare, that. It does, because you can also upgrade to your teammates' equipment, but that is completely pointless because they end um, up having the same accuracy. Well, no, that, that's why I upgraded stuff like rate of fire, power, yeah, but not accuracy yeah. because um, also... That that's an interesting intersection with gameplay, right? Like the whole upgrade system. Uh, also, let me just state: upgrading your secondary weapon seems very pointless to me. Oh yeah, yeah. Like on the whole, they were pretty pointless. I realize it's just an option if you run out, but yeah. Like anyway, um, because if you upgrade certain party members, you're gonna want to use them because they're your favorite crew. Mm-hmm. But you also have to get trust with everybody. Yeah. If you want to get the good ending. So for me, I had to decide like maybe halfway to three-fourths of the way into the game of do I want to try to get trust with everybody or do I just want to stick with the crew that I want? How did you guys handle that? And uh, by the way, what crew did you run with? Oh, I was very tactical in this because it's very obvious from very, very, very close to the beginning that you're building up trust. And I knew there was an element of you need everyone to trust you for whatever reason. There's multiple endings, so I thought... If there's a trust needs... system there, they're going to want you to okay. mix it out. Yeah. Exactly. So I went with Bo and... Should I'm sorry. Name Faye? Who's Bo? Uh, do, you, do you mean Big Bo? You Big can't just Bo. call him Bo. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> no, I'm on first name t- or second name terms with him, man. <laughs> you call him Big Bo if you want. He's just Bo to me. <laughs> Um, and then as soon as you get Charlie and uh, Haggard Face, I went with Charlie and Haggard Face, and that Haggis kind of thing. Face. <laughs> and then, it, like, I, I basically just um, swapped out whoever I had the lowest amount of trust with until I was building everyone up. Okay, it so you sort of gamed the system. Yeah, it worked. I got the best ending according to the internet. And well, you were also doing a lot of melee kills too. I wasn't, so uh, I, I think I, I got like everyone. I got like the third out of four endings, like okay. almost the best, <gasps> but not quite. What happened? Well, we'll talk about it later, my friend. Oh my god, the, the tension! <laughs> uh, Mike, what about you? What was your crew? Yeah, I um, I went into this knowing what had happened on my previous playthrough from many years ago. Everybody so died. I... <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew which I knew which character I wanted to build my trust up with the most, and I ensured that I did that. So I took along uh, Big Bo and Faye for quite a lot, but then I switched them out for pretty much anyone else I could. Uh, but yeah, yeah, mostly I concentrated on on them two. But no, I, I had everyone in the party. Uh, yeah, I, I did at some that point that have everyone. Yeah. But I'm sorry, you guys kept answering the wrong answer. The answer is Kane. 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 I loved Kane the first time, and, and, and you know that's why I gave him a bit of a rest this time. 
Oh, no. No, no. Like, anytime Kane was available, it's like, you are in, man. Uh, I rocked a pretty much a standard party from uh, not not any spoilers, but the moment you unlock Kane, uh, he was in the party up until the time when he wasn't. I'll just leave it at that. And uh, the other one was Faye, because I figured, well, we're both close-range close, close range people. Having a sniper is good. So it, my party was pretty much Kane and Faye. That's funny. I never even considered the talents or skills or weapons of the people. It was just about that trust gauge. Who do I need to build up? Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Which, which, I mean, that's why I think it's kind of at odds with the story they're trying to tell. Having that rotating cast works kind of at odds. With it. It's not terrible. It's not where you'll really get frustrated unless you're shooting, I guess, for a specific ending for maybe a trophy. Then it could get frustrating. But for me, it was just, who do I like the most? Kind of like Mass Effect. You know, sure, you do everybody's loyalty mission, but, you know, you're always going to rock Garrus because he's a beautiful man. I, right now, I have got Garrus and Liana. Le- 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 Jesus, that Liara? was too many L's. Liara. I'm thinking of Dragon Age, Jesus. In Garrus? Now, hold on. <sighs> I know this is not about binary domain, but in Garrus and Liara, there's only one L. <laughs> I know. You can't have too many L's there, Craig. I know. Um, <laughs> um, I, I was calling Liara Liliana. Oh, uh, yeah. Liliana is, is very different. Actually, not that different from Liara, now that I think about it. <laughs> it's not. In terms there's of character. Just too many L's. There's just too many L's. <laughs> And it's the same character. Yeah. Okay, so uh, so yeah, and I mean, here's where where like I struggled a little bit. We can cut this out if you want, because I'm just curious. Um, the moment I saw Faye, you're just like, oh, there's the hot Asian chick. She's either going to be important to the story, or they want me to have her in the party, because especially the way they treated poor Haggis Face, it's like, well, she's not going to be an important character. Faye is going to be an important character. Did the way they um they introduce people tip you guys off to like there's one big tip off in the beginning of the game that I saw and I'm like oh I gotcha did anything get tipped off to you guys from the way they actually introduced characters or how important they were oh I I got that just from the fact that you always get that from Ayakaza game because they always have this over the top introduction for any main character anyone that has anything to do with it, Kiryu would go up and talk to him. So when Faye comes in and he's like, hang on guys, I got this. As soon as he did that, I'm like, yeah, there's going to be some. Either they're going to get jiggy or something's going to go wrong. Which they did in my playthrough. They did as well in mine. And yeah. And it was very frustrating because Kane was right there. It could have been Kane instead of Faye. And then he drags Shindo off. Did you see that? Like a nice oh, yeah, touch that's at the right. End. Yeah. Shindo's like, no, no. Boy, there's a guy that really gets every end of that short stick. Uh-huh. Because mm. uh, uh, in the part of the game where you have him in your party, I'm like, should I care about his trust gauge or, or not? I don't know. I maxed him out. In the short yeah, space of time you between so him many dying. at that point that it's, it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, think I, it's I, possible to not get him maxed out. Yeah, I did that thing where you stand at the end of the tunnel, wait for a whole bunch of them, and then shoot your like big ball uh-huh. of laser. And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. They're very impressed by this. The 40th <laughs> yeah. time I've done it. I maxed out Bo and Faye as well by just punching monkeys. There's like infinite oh. monkeys at one point. Oh, that's right. Yeah. If you're going towards a lift. I wonder if they put in things like that for that reason. Of I, like, can't, well, I can't see it because I 
like I can see how there's infinite or nearly infinite spawning enemies, but have you seen the how long to beat in terms of a platinum for this? So, well, I it's going to be massive, I would think, yeah, just because the, there's multiplayer. The game is officially 10 hours, but for me it was about 8. I think for you, you said about 7 or 6 or something. Yeah, it was like, like 6 or 7. The, the platinum is 120 hours. I wonder... Now, I'm, I'm curious about that because I got a good chunk of the... Tro- I wonder if it is just the multiplayer trophies mm-hmm. that jack that up. Which, by the way, please stop doing that. I really hate that. Yeah. Um, yeah did anybody been, try the it's multiplayer? Been dead. It's been yeah. dead pretty much since the game first came out. Playing it today is like the equivalent of... Yeah, it, it, it's hard to remember <laughs> there was that time where everything had to have a multiplayer mode, hmm. even though probably nobody played it. I did try... But, you know, who's going to be on it on the PS3 at this point in time besides people like us, which don't play multiplayer? It is supposed to be okay as well. I watched videos of it, Hmm. and it kind of reminds me of, like, the Uncharted or Last of Us without the crafting multiplayer, that kind of multiplayer, where it's a little bit more slow-paced than a Call of Duty or a Battlefield. But, yeah, yeah, it it looked well, Gears of War multiplayer, I guess, would be the best thing. Except their shoulders are a lot smaller. (laughs) Not big bows. But yeah, so so on the last thing I want to talk about with the actual gameplay, and I, I guess this kind of leads into the story, but um, is I walked into this not expecting to give a crap about the story. Hmm. It, from every trailer that I watched, it was just, oh, it looks like it's going to be something like, wow, uh, Recore or something like that. It's like, ah, there's robots. Ah, they're going to kill people. Well, whatever. We'll kill the robots. Um, mm. I was surprised by how much I liked this story. I don't want to say, you know, I cried, but uh, it was a surprisingly engaging story for me. And I'm not really a big science fiction guy. And Craig, you're the the big science fiction mm. guy. Did did you like this story just on a base level? Like, oh, was this enjoyable? God, yeah, I really did. I really bought into it for some strange reason. It was just, I didn't at first when you get to a point in the story where you don't know enough about what's going on, but you've killed an enormous amount of Terminator-looking <laughs> robots, and you're kind of like, oh my god, I'm just killing robots. But then it, things start to fall into place, and it's got nothing to do about you just shooting robots. It's about the global thing that's going on in the story that actually is really... I found it really good, and it, there's just enough of it. It's it's thin at points, but there's just enough of it where you think, you know what, this is this is quite good. Yeah, it is strange how, um, at least in the beginning hours, mm-hmm. how little what your actions have to do with the overall story. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't coincide till quite a little ways into the game. Mm-hmm. It's pretty- Mike, what about you? Yeah, I think I think this is one of those games that sort of, uh, you feel like it's sort of ripping off a bit of Kojima stuff, but it, it sort of hits the mark a little bit better than quite a lot of what he throws at the board sometimes. So I was uh, yeah, quite if, surprised if by that. Kojima could take some notes from this game, I would <laughs> appreciate it. And yeah, yeah, exactly. It's you know some some of it is a lot simpler and sort of wrapped up well. It's not sort of like enough crap left out there to leave you scratching your head. It doesn't try and push too much. It, it keeps it all a nice sort of sizable plate that you can manage to, you know, and at the same time keeps you intrigued. Uh, you, you can't really go wrong with that. Yeah, the way I thought about it was this could be wrapped up in a movie mm-hmm. fairly nicely. I'm not saying I want a movie. It's just this plot is enough 
to where it has a satisfying you're not quite sure what's going on in the beginning and then you see how things start to coincide and then it wraps up i mean there's one or two dangling plots left but it's not anything that you're need to know about so i think it does a really good job of presenting and finishing the story within six hours for me um before we crack into the story so you know before we walk through the spoiler veil uh is there anything else you guys want to bring up there's only one thing left for me but i want to see if you guys what if you guys have anything i don't have i don't have anything no i think so good okay what's your Uh, thing before before we continue on, I just want to say something outside my window just got sprayed by a skunk, oh, and it oh is God. floating in through the window, and it I is know. the most vile stink I have <laughs> smelled in a very long time. <laughs> I'm going to start gagging in a minute. This is awful. <laughs> anyway, talking about Big Bo will save me. Okay, so the last uh, thing that I want to bring up gameplay-wise is the shooting, like the actual how it feels to shoot. In the beginning, I had a problem because the guns felt like pea shooters, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It it almost felt like a halo gun where there was not a lot of impact, not a lot of recoil, not a lot of anything. It was just kind of blah, 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 mm-hmm. like and, and they're dead. Um, as the game went on, I, I think once you start shooting bigger robots where you start seeing um, you're able to see pieces falling off of them. It it gets a little better, but in the beginning, when you're just killing the little guys, mm. um, the gun the gameplay does not feel great in terms of your gun. Yeah, it it doesn't have a good feel to the the shot. There's no power behind your shots. I think the best thing you can do for this whole game is not level up anyone else. Farm where you need to farm on the whole and in, and in, infinite monkeys type thing, and then upgrade your gun to max because by the end of the game. You are mauling down everything, and it just is so satisfying. It's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Once your gun starts to feel like a chainsaw, yeah. it, 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 the game is great. Um, Mike, does it, does that bother you at all? Like, like, for me, that's one of the big problems with the games like Counter-Strike. The guns don't feel like guns. They feel like Nerf guns. Yeah, I think, well, it's, it's a, as I said at the end of the last episode, really, you know, it's one of those games where after the 45 minute induction you sort of you're already starting to upgrade things you're already um i mean if you're getting those extra points by shooting them in the head and having them take down all their friends as well that's that's a bonus oh that's always fun <laughs> but yeah yeah like like you said like you said before you know the molten hot lava just going ripping through a body head from toe to head it's, it's, yeah it's great it's quite quite a cool thing and it I've not seen many of the games capture that, which is odd. No, no, it, it, and um, like I, I don't think the on the rank and file soldiers, I don't think the limb targeting system does them much good. Other, like they could have done just the head, and yeah. that would have worked fine. It's not until you start running into the bigger guys, like oh, that guy has a shield, and you can shoot off that arm, so he no longer has a shield. But by that point, by the time you shoot off his arm, he's pretty much dead anyway. So, like, that's the only other thing where I think it's a little weak in that I didn't worry oh, about... One one weak point I did have to pick up on was at one point, uh, quite far in, I think it's just before you go into the main main end place, there's a, like, a funny sort of shoot from the middle of a place bit where you're sort of on a okay. cannon shooting things. And 
I don't know. Something about that felt super dated and and sort of. Uh, felt dead spacey. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just it just felt a bit off. It was like a. It was one of those sort of turret sections, but it didn't do it. Like I said, oh. merged the bits of Vanquish with I turret sections think in this. Like any any game that includes one of those set pieces where it's just jump on a big gun and then all of a sudden waves are coming towards you. It just insta feels dated. It's like <laughs> we've had thirty years of this already. Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, and and oddly enough, like it's strange how my brain just like cuts that bit out because until you mentioned it, I completely forgot about it. Uh, I mean, I'm it right. All you do add a bit of blur, have a zoom down the scope thing, and you're happy. <laughs> Easy. Van- yeah, Vanquish was. Hey, why don't we turn the speed up just a little bit? That was our answer to pretty much everything. Um, all right, so let's crack into the story. Uh, I don't know uh, how long this is going to run, but uh, if you do not want to know about spoilers, now would be a good time not to listen. And if that's the case, we will see you next time. But for all the people in the cool gold membership club, let's talk about some story. Um, Who wants to give a base overview of the story? I mean, Craig, you you pretty much did, but um, you want to just give the base? Yeah. This is the setup and... Okay, so basically you're part of what's called an in inverted commas a rust crew. So it's a crew of international operatives who track down people who have broken part of one of the many Geneva conventions that they have on robotics. So in this case, it's Geneva Convention 21, which is thou shalt not make a robot look like a human and have artificial intelligence and have babies or something along those lines. Thou shalt not Blade Runner. Exactly. (laughs) So that's what it is. And what happened was uh, someone attacked a global boss of robotics in the US and instead of shooting the global boss in the face, they ripped off their own face to reveal the fact that they were actually a robot. So this was a hollow child, in inverted commas. It was a person who is actually a robot. So your Rust crew is sent into Japan because there's only one person in the world that would be evil enough to do this. And you've got to go and figure out... No, you've not got to go and figure out if they've done it because they're they're already guilty for some strange reason. Yeah, you've, you're there to apprehend. Yeah, yeah, you've got to go and arrest them and get some um, evidence of that. And it's in Japan, and it's very cool. Um, decidedly not very Japanese, like stereotypical Japanese looking. That caught me a little off yeah, guard. Yeah, I like. I I know it's like this is the thing that I kept on thinking is it's very it's very kind of like oh what's the word. It's not pro-American, but it's very not anti-Japan. No, hang on, fuck. I'm getting, um, con- I'm getting trapped in what I'm trying to say. The, the the first thought that came to my mind was the city looks like it belongs in Minority Report. <laughs> oh my god! Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's very. Um, there isn't a lot of Eastern flavor on any of the surroundings you get to everything is very if you're not in the the corp not the uh, corporate if you're not in the the bowels of the city where all the machinery is you're in corporate offices um i i found it very surprising that that a japanese company set it in japan without having japanese flavor to it and it was it was kind of weird this is the bit to me that said remember um when we were talking about 
when we were talking about fatal frame and talking about westernizing things, this to me felt like the their attempt to westernize whatever the hell it was they were doing and just having everyone shoot everyone and it not being nuts, even though it was nuts. You do yeah, have to no, remember I, this I, I is supposed to be set in 2080 as well, though, so it's, it's a good distance in the future. Well, I hope culture doesn't disappear by 2080. <laughs> That'd be very, very disappointing. Oh, it's, it's already been eroded at its, oh its foundations. That's easily. within a Look, lifetime. All I need is to play Punch-Out again, and I'm remembering the way the world used to be. French people had croissants around their head. Japanese people had sushi. German people shook their head before they punched people. That's the world oh, I want to live in. I've just clicked. When you go into that bloody scummy bar in the middle of nowhere underneath a sunken city, they somehow produce fresh sushi. How the hell did they produce fresh sushi? <laughs> like, I wondered that myself. Because my first gut was, oh, that's got to be poison something. Uh-huh. And they're going to try to poison them. Um, at the beginning of the story, the one the one that tipped me off and gave me a good idea of where the story was going, and I wasn't completely right, but in the beginning where they're talking about, okay, this is going to be a, a global crew. You know, we're people from England, people from China, us two from the good old US of A. Mm. Um, the moment he's like, everybody has an agenda, don't forget it. I'm like, ah, you're going to betray me. Big Bo, mm. don't betray me. And then halfway through the game, I didn't care if Big Bo betrayed me as long as he held me in his big, beautiful arms. Yeah. Well, I, I did it. I was disappointed by that because I I didn't I didn't know that Big Bo was going to betray. I didn't know, like, Big Bo didn't betray me. He said, you didn't think I was really going to shoot you, did you? Ah, same here. Like same that. here. Mike, did, did Big Bo shoot you in the face? He he did on my first playthrough. Not oh, this really? Time. This time around, the first time around, that was... That's why I was playing so so much to try and get his, you know, his his trust level so mm-hmm. high because I was like, oh, I don't want Big Bo just to go bad. So <laughs> so again, we're past the spoiler wall here. So mm. we, I guess I can ask this. So if Big Bo betrays you, he's not there for the last boss to catch the robot arm for Faye. No. So mm. what happens? Who um, takes the bullet? In that what's case? a face? Ugly face, make ugly face. Oh, Haggis face. Yeah, and then she dies. Oh, okay, so uh, Big Bo died in mine, too. Okay. Like, that's how he died in mine. Yeah, because Kane got it for me, and then Kane... Um, did Kane survive, or did Kane... Di- no, I think Kane survived at that point. I think Kane was long gone for me, by. Ah, oh, Kane came flying in at the end what for me. It? Like, the very oh, end. Oh, nope. He's uh. like, Désolé, monsieur, I could not get here any quicker. <laughs> And that's when you orgasmed all over the place, <laughs> so I think and it rusted all the robots. That's one of the the core the, the core things is if you don't level up Kane enough, one of your other crew definitely die saving Faye from the arm. Okay, I yeah yeah okay. So for what happened for me was yeah, Big Bo took the arm. Kane never came back uh-huh. after that initial his he got reprogrammed. Never came back. Which sadly was was a bit of a but what happened in my game anyway, and I mean I realized oh this has, this has to be a swing point where the story changes depending on mm-hmm. what you do, but um, 
Uh, we haven't really talked. We've mentioned Big Bo a lot, <laughs> and we've mentioned Kane and Haggis Face. Um, really quick, let, let's go go through them. Your main character, I uh, is as Mr. Dan Marshall. I have it in my notes with a nice mm-hmm. little picture, and he looks very angry. So he's very angry that we mm-hmm. didn't mention him earlier. I can really go one way or the other on this guy. He kind of mm-hmm. doesn't really have a personality other than I hate robots. Yeah. I think it's intentional though to try and leave him as the sort of like That's dangling thinking, query yeah. for the entire game. Is he? Is he one of them? And they 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 allude to it so many times that you know you, it, it's one of those things where they they make it out that he's probably going to be a a hollow child. He's going to be a Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and and speaking of his backstory, hang on, hang on. why a Harrison Ford? Oh, because of the because of the origami <laughs> swan. This now. Um, <laughs> look, Craig, the top didn't stop spinning. Right. That meant Harrison Ford was an android. <laughs> oh God, we got Christopher Nolan on this too. Oh my God! Uh, yeah. So wait, is, wait, wait, is wait, that wait, what happened really in quick, the Blade Runner? Uh, really quick, Inception. <laughs> yeah, that was Inception mixed with Blade Inception Runner. Inception is the yeah, but is okay. Harris, so Harrison Ford is an android. And Blade Runner. You've never seen Blade Runner? No. Huh? What? You like sci-fi and you've never seen Blade Runner? Wow. Oh, um, I'm not going to spoil anything over Blade Runner because I think you'd really like that movie whenever you get a chance to watch it. Hmm. Um. So let's let's uh, change it to John Carpenter's The Thing. Let's go you back know, to uh, Dan and his baseball bat. Yeah, Dan and his lovely baseball bat. Um. I there are a couple things where I don't quite get people's motivations in this game. Like for example, with Dan. Um, so if Mr. Drunk Father uh, abused his mother, why would he not hit the dad with the baseball bat instead of the robot? Because of the repercussions, and he's taking out his angst, and I don't know. Well, it's it's because can, he's saying the robot didn't protect his mum, that's that's the point, isn't it? Yeah, oh. like like I get that, of like, oh, you were there, you could have stopped it, but... That seems like a very flimsy excuse to hate I robots thought, your entire life. I thought the dad had turned to alcohol because the robot was fucking the mum. <laughs> fucking hell. Oh my god. That looked like a really <laughs> sharp robot, Craig. Um, <laughs> I don't think it would work out. For, it's not a cane. Let's put it that way. There was no cane. Well, essentially, in the grand scheme of the story, you could say that that would have been the case if it had been about 15 years later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like I could see connecting pieces there, but they don't quite connect we're, for me on Dan, at least. We're getting into Detroit become human territory here. Oh, oh, uh, there's a game we should never do for the podcast. Um, so coming up next but, on the Bit Effect. <laughs> Beyond Two Souls. Um, no, yeah, so so Dan, I, c- I could take or leave. Like, I, I just thought the... the reason why he doesn't like robots with enough passion to violently murder millions of them is a little flimsy that was all very strange especially with the way the story goes and oh he'll have a change of heart it's like well yeah i guess i guess anyway Mm. up next your friend and mine big boy roy Roy. (laughs) big boy um this character is a very larger than life very large man and I I do love him, and I would like to have big bow babies. Mm. But um, as a character, I thought he worked kind of okay when he wasn't being creepy, wanting to have sex at the same time as me with a random prostitute. Mm. 
I um, I agree. I thought he was great. He was. This is the bit that made me think. This is very army of two. It's bros shooting things and blah 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 oh, yeah. blah blah. It's all all good. I th- I thought he was fine enough. His character was bunker nuts, and I I saved him at the end. Did you save him from the dog thing? Oh oh yeah 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 yeah. Because I I thought that was my oh my trust wasn't big enough for Big Bo, and so he that was his death scene, but it surprised me and it wasn't. I, I, I always found Big, Big Bo's crazy for me because he's, you know, being that he's got a history with Dan and all sorts of stuff, and he's, you know, he's the first person you, you're introduced to as a partner, and it's like, they play a very long game with him, and unlike unlike Dave, I had no idea that he'd be the, uh, oh, the no, insider I, by, by the I didn't at all. End. I, I when when he I just didn't get it at all. Even to the point where when there was a gun against Dan's back and you couldn't see who it was, I thought it was Charlie. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you thought it was Charlie? Yeah, because I just thought, no way is it Big Bo. Oh, no, no. As soon as that everyone has their own agendas, I'm like, ah, oh, I got this. Okay. Hmm. Um, sure, yeah. I I like. You know, like, uh, I went back and I watched YouTube of what happens if your trust isn't good enough with some characters. I didn't watch them all, but I probably should have. But um, I kind of like the story better when Big Bo betrays you. Hmm. It was was very significant because I remember playing it and, like, it's literally the last, what, 15 minutes of the game or something like that? Yeah, yeah. It's like a Yakuza game where it ramps up hard and fast. And I was like... at that point, I was pretty shocked, so I sort of left the game on quite a sort of an odd, odd note. And it, it obviously it did its job because it remembered. I remembered it enough to come back to it all these years later. But I mean, you know that that ending. I think that's getting the opposite this time around. It it was good. It was good again. Yeah. But it's just that I think that first point that that definitely was like the defining factor of the you know my first playthrough. Like, whoa. Yeah, it's like if you could play through Final Fantasy VII where Eris doesn't die, it wouldn't, you wouldn't wonder why everybody <laughs> likes that character so much. Oh, spoilers. It's only just come out. Oh, just come out oh now, good. Dude. No, that I'm not going to take a spoiler <laughs> for. I already did an episode on it, okay? It's out of the spoiler thing. Um, but no, like I, I guess he went out like a bit of a chump. He didn't hmm. even get to smoke his cigarette. Man, could have smoked his cigarette. Um. But yeah, I, I like the character. It, it, it made enough of an impact of just his dumb, meat-headed dude bro-ness mm. that mm. I had a lot of fun whenever he was in the squad. Granted, he could have used a few more lines. But you know, mm. <laughs> that, that's history. Uh, next, we have Faye. And that's another one I really got some questions on the motivations on. Okay, yeah. so she's a Chinese operative who is a... Sexy Chinese lady, because mm-hmm. the game needs to have one. Mm-hmm. And um, oddly enough, she looks like the uh, the doctor from Operation Raccoon City. But anyway, uh, her whole... Th- I don't know why I'm dancing around her. Okay, so it, it turns out that uh, through the machinations of Dr. Amada, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, couldn't remember if it was Amada or well, Adama. is it Dr. Amada? Is it his... Clone son. Ah, uh, you know we needed <laughs> something, Mike. No, you just you just ruined. But uh, through the machinations of Doctor Amada, these Hollow Children can now have human offspring. That X-ray that they show of a robot with a baby in his stomach is very strange looking. But 
Why does everybody not trust her just because she didn't know her mom was a robot? I, I don't get that. Well, the, the, I think one of the biggest sort of moral dilemma things of the game is knowing that there's so many hollow children who literally have no clue that they were ever hollow children. And I think that's, yeah, that's like that guy it. they drag in the market. Yeah, it's it's quite it's quite complex because it's sort of like you know, for a game that manages to keep it simple and on the plate for you all the time, it sort of tackles some quite quite deeper sort of sci fi stuff, doesn't it? Yeah, but manages to uh, keep it sort of chewable and sort of yeah. Well, yeah, like like uh, from the squad's point of view, this lady has killed thousands of these robots, but now all of a sudden you can't trust her. I don't know that that didn't quite ring like oh okay that's just fine like like well, she, Mr. British she, Man. She doesn't just. If I remember right, doesn't she doesn't know anything about it either, does she? And no, not until uh, Amada takes her with mm, Kane. Mm. And yeah, and 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 uh, Charlie and uh, Big Bo and Haggis Face just on a dime snap to nope. She's the worst we have now. It's like oh, okay. Uh, that um, how did how did it play out with you uh, with Faye in terms of the story? Because I have a question that I didn't Google, but I'm I'm wondering. Well, Faye. Faye, Faye goes into a, a fight mode. She's a boss, isn't she? Yeah. And then she's sort of uh, a quite quite odd boss, weirdly. I didn't use the sniper rifle much in the entire game, but I did have to use it at that point. But um, along with those weird oh. dancing robots, I don't even know what that was fully about, but ones that jump off the walls and things. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, the shinobis. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I, d- I didn't know what how this seemed to play very similar to the first time around, so I'm not even sure what sort of branch offs there are to it. But obviously, she did make it through to a a post credit scene. Okay, so you did get the post credit scene. Okay. Mm. Um. What was strange for me was okay. So the the Fey boss fight. Mm. I didn't attack her at all. Oh. That entire fight, I just killed because I figured, oh, this has got to be a branching story path. And so all I did was kill the minions, uh, and they would come in in waves. And after, I want to say, five or six waves, the boss mm. fight just stopped. And I was playing under the assumption of, oh, I took the alternate path. But So you shot her, or you fought her, yeah, and you still got the after credit scene. I was doing a mixture. I'm not sure I got the, the kill it. Oh, no, no, no. No, I did get her because then what happened was she uh, fell to the ground and I went up to her. I killed her in front of everybody. Yeah. Or did I? Here. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then she returned. Which you would think a bunch of trained professionals could tell <laughs> because there's <laughs> no brains on the ground. <laughs> oh, I like that. that. I like that. That you could see from a mile away, honestly. Mm. No, okay. So, uh, Craig, you, were, you weren't here. Um how did your boss fight with her go? Did you shoot her or no? Oh god, yeah, I shot the shit out of her. Okay, because <laughs> I didn't. I didn't shoot her once, oh, and the mean, boss fight still ended. I think the boss mm. fight ends no matter what, because if she gets up close, she warps to the point where you can't actually get a shot on her. Oh, okay. So yeah, I think, all I did was kill the minions. I think, yeah, no matter how much you spray and pray at her or anywhere near her, it's the same thing. It's killing everybody else to leave just her. Okay. Mm. Um, you, you were you were absent when we talked about. It. Did, did was it weird to you that all of a sudden, just because her mom was a robot, she was a, the worst person ever? Yeah, yeah. It was it was very um, 
it didn't make sense. Like I, th- I think the guy in the underground mall handled it better when he ripped his own face off and then shot himself in the head. Like, <laughs> but he was a robot. She's not even a robot. She's completely she's human. The offspring of a robot. It's the Ben. I, I don't get. It. I get where they're going with it, and I couldn't figure out whether they were trying to say, you know, no matter what, there's always going to be some sort of um, racial tension. Blah 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 blah. Or whatever, um, I just didn't, I didn't get it. Why? No, it, it it's like for me, it was like playing. Um, well, Mike, you'll get this. Uh, v- Valkyria Chronicles. It's like they just have dark hair. Yeah. Why? Why? Why do you care? It's like okay, so her mom was a robot. It doesn't matter. She still. It's, the one disturbing line out of the whole game that got me was, he said, "We need to kill these one hundred and eight. You know, like. Hybrid. They they said hybrids, but I wouldn't say hybrid because they're not in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, they're still one hundred percent biological. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But we need to do that because we don't need any more racial tension. Like that line was actually used in the game, and I'm like, whoa, that's like, hang on a second here. That's like, let's ethnically cleanse <laughs> yeah. this race because we already have enough races. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we've got enough. We've already got ten. If we get another one, I'm gonna have to use something else other than my fingers to count. By the way, I do. Just an aside. I love any scene with the American president. Was great. That guy was great with his really southern advisor that wanted oh, you to know he was from the south. See, that the, was great. The first, the first scene where the general turns out to be a hollow, hollow child and he's like, "You don't think I'm a hollow child?" And then they, shoot, <laughs> they all shoot him. They sh- and it turns yep, out he's a yep. robot. Honestly, that was the bit where the whole game unlocked for me because it was the bit where that mm. said, this is a B-rated robot horror film and we're just going to enjoy the ride type thing. Um, uh, yeah, the, uh, like Mike said, that was when the... Oh, it's Snatcher! Yeah. Oh! Uh, yeah, um, so yeah, Faye's story arc is a little squiffy. Do, mm. you, do you always romance Faye? Out of curiosity, I think like, is that a baked in yeah. part of the story? I'm pretty, pretty certain. Uh, yeah, like I'm wondering if you never use Faye mm. and you never get a trust up, do you still have the romantic scene? I had a look online, and it's some people say it's based on trust. You need to have at least high, not not very high, just in the third bracket of trust with her. Mm-hmm. And then some people say no, no matter what. So there's a, a mix of opinions, which I don't get. I, I'm willing to bet it's based on trust. Well, I don't know because the whole story would would change subtly because if you, if you didn't have the romance with Faye, you would have no reason for um, uh, American White Bread Man to like Faye as much and not want to kill her. That's true. So that would change like the whole story. That's strange. If I ever played well. I, I um, well, let's be honest. When I play through it again, I'll have to check that out because it's curious. You know, what? I love uh, it how there's this. I love it how there's this level of vagueness to what sort of endings you're getting off things. Yet at the same time, it seems like this has done it in a very intriguing way compared to a lot. I mean, we were talking about Dragon Age Origins the other day, and I'm not sure some of us, are, especially me, I was thinking I have no idea how I ended up with these choices and things like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's weird which, because. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying a game. A game which isn't it's not like a selling point on the box or anything like that and it's sort of managing quite well to sort of shake things up for everyone who plays it yeah i think i think it's um 
its overall unpopularity, because this isn't a very popular game, kind of adds in that regard. Because if you look at the Dragon Age wiki, they know, all right, if you say this, it gives you 33 points of affection. Yeah. If you say this, you're minus 21. In this, there's so little that it's all still sort of vague. But it's Mind. built to be replayed. You can replay it again and keep oh, the yeah. trust levels. There's only four endings, and you know, like it's not like it's got a massive branching paths. There's literally only four endings, and they all hinge no, it, on trust. Yeah, it does that thing where there's not many branching paths, but each one is significant. Like each branch is significant. Like I, I mean, just as simple as let's say we all had the same playthrough, except one of us didn't save Cain. Mm. you'd be like whoa that's re you know really cool this is what happens so each one of these is a major branch uh moving on we have the man from jolly old england charles gregory who mm. let me just say i i like mr charles gregory mm. not as much as big bow or Kane, but he was he was my third favorite mm. i liked his no nonsense approach to shit this was my did, did I? I must have texted you i must have texted you because the only yeah. reason his his weapon is the higgs weapon and it's it's Troy Baker that voices him, and Troy Baker is Higgs in Death Stranding. So I think there's some sort of conspiracy going on here. The conspiracy is that Troy Baker made a bad choice to be in Death Stranding. I think that's the he's uh, fantastic the in Death. He's fantastic. Troy Baker is great in anything that dude is in. Okay. Like mm. he's he's topped the Nolan North for like one of my favorite voice actors. But um, how do we feel about Mr. Charles Gregory? I, I like uh, him. I think he was. He's a little too trigger happy about Faye, but other than that, I I quite like him. It, it's it, he's like an arsehole for the first thirty seconds, and then he starts mm. um, getting snippy with the colonel or whatever the general that he talks to, and you're like, yeah, this guy's kind of cool. And I think at the point where I thought that Dan also said, or no, Bo said, I'm starting to like this guy, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, so much. Um, I do like it when any any piece of media has British people making little snipes in Americans. I always mm -hmm. find that incredibly enjoyable. How we're loud and we kill too many people and we're very mm -hmm. obnoxious. I love that. So yeah, as soon as he said that stuff, I was like, do you have to make so much noise? It's like, I like this guy. He's pretty cool. And then they showed his partner. And I went, oh! <laughs> oh. 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 She had to face by a double-decker bus. <laughs> It, 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 it's so, so so the partner is Rachel Townsend, and I think that she was the last one they decided to put any kind of effort in. And I'm not just talking about her model, I'm talking mm. about just her character. There really isn't one. No, mm. you could like, say she might be like a parallel to something like Vasquez off Aliens or something, like that, maybe a tiny bit, sort of a bit Gunko and cases. Why is she supposed to be a demolitions expert or something? She's what, demolitions, yeah, but yeah, yeah she's the rocket launcher. Anytime she needs mm. to blow something up, she gives you the rocket launcher and then you blow something up. <laughs> but she's the one carrying it, Craig. She's That's what makes her the demo expert. Yeah. Her, her notable um, part in this whole game is in the worst of the worst of the worst endings where Kane dies and Bo betrays you. She dies saving Faye at the end. Oh, mm. that's a shame. That's that's her um, notable part. That that literally would be the only really notable thing about her. Like, I, is she not I, the one who gets grabbed on that lift going up when they all pile well, on and they start climbing on? 
Is she not the one who you're grabbing the hand of and trying to shoot shoot them off as they're jumping on? Oh, for her. me, that was, for that was Charles. Oh, it was, oh, it was for Charles me. for me. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for me, it, uh, the only really other notable thing was when her and Charles got trapped in like that sewer area. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Which, by the way... Which slowly floats up. Yeah. yeah. Can they die there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's time-based, that accidental... Is it game over? Yeah. Oh, okay, I wasn't sure if it would be game over or not. Because I was almost to the end of rescuing them, and I'm like, wait, is mm. this a choice, or is this part of the game? I don't know. And I, I, I lost my nerve, and I rescued them <laughs> before they died. No, it's, but it, yeah. would, it would be a game over if they died, and that is based on who you pick. Like, who you picked is the opposite of who's in there, and then those are the people yeah. that are on the left that gets attacked by the monkeys. Yeah, I want to say it was, I think it was Bo and Faye that I was running with at that point, because yeah. our Lord and Savior hadn't showed up yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's kind of sad that there's a bit of a dud character, because at least all the other characters have personality to them. She's just very there, and that's it. Mm. And next, we have the most wonderful man in the world, and that is my boyfriend, future husband, Kane. Oh, what, can you, uh, what can you say about Kane? He's a French robot with a tiny wee red neckerchief, and you just like... He is the best thing that has ever come out of France. Ever. <laughs> the, the weird thing about him is that he's introduced as like the partner of the actual mm-hmm. person he's supposed yeah, to Yeah, they, they got me with that switch. <laughs> I thought the robot was going to die, the French guy was going to have to take over, and then we would all shuffle off together. And then you see us, like, ah, this is great. Um, I would like to applaud them that they didn't go the Bioware route with their robot. Like, I was expecting the robot to be the, uh, you know, uh, superior to humans. Mm -hmm. And, uh, no, actually, he is the most genteel butler robot ever. Uh, And it's very charming. Surprisingly, I didn't think I would like the robot guy, but as soon as his cutscene was done, I was like, "Well, you're you're in the squad, sir." <laughs> and uh, it didn't end well for me because later on in the game, he gets his programming switched, as happens with every robot in every story ever. You think mm-hmm. people would really start safeguarding against that, but uh, and then he kicks Dan in the back of the head, and they fall down the chute, and that's when you meet up with your next squad mate. But, uh, yeah, never came back. Like, they really left that thread open. That was just a blinking light of this is not supposed to happen kind yeah. of thing. At the at the point, right at the very end, it doesn't come in until the very, 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 very end. And he floats down. And I was just like, oh, shit, I forgot about you. By that point, <gasps> I don't, by that point I'd already thought I'd lost them. Because, like... There's a very long point where, you know, when you're going over the zip line and two of the characters, whoever, it's, I think it's Char, for me it was Charlie and Bo, got over the other side and you're left with Kane and Faye and whoever. Yeah, it was, it was Rachel and Charlie for me. Oh, Rachel, whoever. Yeah, um, I totally forgot. So I was Googling, have I killed Bo by accident? Because I forgot that he had made it over the other side safe, <laughs> safely. <laughs> And if I mean if you kill Bo and Kane in one fell swoop, Craig, you oh, know that's just that's a restart. Just rough, it's rough. <laughs> um, uh, Mike, what about you? How, what are our thoughts on Kane? I well, Kane, Kane left me. I'm pretty sure he joined me and returned at the very end on my, mm-hmm. my initial playthrough, uh, if I remember right. But this time around, though, he he just dis. So what happens is it that he 
when you all go across and he sets up that um that wire to go across to the the building yeah. is mm-hmm. that the bit where he leaves you there no, 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 it's it's where you meet Amada or the robot Amada, uh, and he you know snaps his fingers and the programming change. That's where Faye disappears too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I left him. I lost him, lost him this time, and I never yeah. never got him back, which is a shame. But he, he yeah. you know, he's he's a very he very very quickly takes over, doesn't he? As being like the, the best character in the game, <laughs> he does very okay. quickly. Yeah, yeah. Well, I love Big Bo, but you know, I think Kane's going to win this one, and he's. <laughs> And I would say the one that sits down there with Rachel is Akira Shindo, who is a underground resistance person who's also trying to, you know, fight the Amada Corporation. And evidently his young boy Ward yeah. turns out to be a robot and he just can't handle that. Oh, it's like at the end, right, okay, skipping right to the end of his life, you're in a lift. And you're like, Shindo, get in the lift. And he's he's like, no, I've got to deal with this because a clone of his boy ward is coming towards him with just the head and then there's lots of them. And and he says, he mutters like, so this is the way it's going to end. And I'm like, no, man, you could have gotten the lift. There was plenty <laughs> the the elevator still not closed, sir. <laughs> there was plenty of time to get on the lift and you stood there going, oh, I'm going to die here. I, I, he was a dud for me. Yeah, like, like it was cool to see. Uh, the main thing, I think, the only reason I think they really used him that much was having him play off of Kurosawa yeah. as much as they did during that section. I mean, that that endeared me to both of them, just them sniping at each other for, like, 40 minutes. Yeah. But other than that, no. Real companion who's, who's Japanese in the game as well, isn't he? Yeah. Which is, which is quite an odd one, but... That is that is coming from the studio. Yeah, that is strange. Maybe mm. that is that that's a sign of trying to appeal to westerns. But, mm. but I mean, it doesn't matter to me any. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I told it, you my Kurosawa fact. Well, you should probably repeat it. Not because fact. what is it? It's a coincidence. Kurosawa is the cop from Yakuza Five. So the only the only theory is that Kurosawa and Yakuza Five. Is a robot who survives through to twenty eighty, and is the same Kurosawa that's in this game as well. Well, he is a rather tenacious man. Yeah, I mean, um, I, 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 I was caught off guard with the way the him and his partner. Well, I think oh, yeah. in the wiki he's just called the constable. Um, the way their story played out, I really expected them to play a bigger part in this. It was like they were mm. cutting over to those guys quite a bit. Oh, nothing really happened. Uh, they had some pretty cool little scenes. Oh about. yeah, yeah. Like like the scenes were cool. So I expected them to play into the actual like overarching story of it, and they really didn't. Uh, he just yeah. like you know ran up to the county line, threw his hat down, and stamped on it, and going, "I'll get you next time." That was pretty <laughs> much it. But uh, yeah, so those are all the the main characters that you run into. Uh, we are butting up against time here, so uh, quickly let's talk about the story in, in overarching terms. Um, the the few surprises that you get of like the Hollow Children, thought that reveal was very cool. I thought the reveal with Amada was pretty cool. I mean, even though if you walked up to that, you knew like what three seconds after seeing it, oh, that's a coffin. Mm-hmm. Um. These guys, they had to open it to figure it out. But, you know, you know that's how it goes. 
I think by the point I saw that, I knew it was a coffin. I knew who it was, and I knew what yeah. was going on. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Um, what do you guys think about the reveal at the end? Where it's, I mean, it's the American military doing what they did in Aliens. Like, uh, it, you kind of saw it coming. I saw it it's coming like a- all apart from Big Bo. Like, Big Bo being a traitor, I did not see. But everything else was kind of, it was going that way. I think in the same sort of thing that, that Dave was saying about us all having different agendas, I was always thinking, well, this is a typical sort of Metal Gear Rising thing where, you know, the person who you're supposed to have been working through for for the entire game is actually the the, the main main bad. <laughs> you know, it's, it's another case of doing a slightly better job than Kojima would have done. No, so I mean, let's be fair. It's the American military. They're always the bad guys. Yeah, pretty, pretty much, aren't they? <laughs> really repurposing Xbox control pads to to make tanks usable <laughs> to fifteen year olds in Kansas. Um, yeah. And now, like, like to be honest, like, um, the the fake out they do of like with the satellite dish. Um, did hmm. anybody think that was the end? Because I sort of did. I thought it was going to be okay. I'm gonna. I'm going to get to the satellite dish. There will be a one more big boss, and then the ending is me destroying the satellite dish. I was kind of surprised that it went on that much further afterwards. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was an odd one, but I thought I thought it would only because the, the boss that you fight at the satellite dish was so not giant. You know, the, the dog no, but thing. he was a pain in the dick, like, wasn't like an he? An absolute pain in the ass, but not a gigantic end boss. No, I mean, and again, I had that thought when you finally get... Uh, Finally, when you get into the Amata Corp and you fight the chandelier jellyfish, I'm like, oh, this this has got to be the end boss. And don't mistake this for I'm ready for this to be done. It was just, oh, well, this, this this gentleman is a very large boss, hence it must be the last one. Mm. But no. I think and it's quite, last a, quite boss. a low key finale, isn't it, really? In comparison to what you might think, especially when they're sort of like bigging up a, a massive battleship as your sort of potential. I did think of the battleship from Yakuza 6, though. I was like, oh, yeah. snap, it's the battleship <laughs> no, from Yakuza 6. It's the Yamato. <laughs> it's back again. Um, well, it is in the future, so, I mean, it may be. Hmm. There's no alternate, but, alternate, alternate end bosses or anything, is there, according to endings? No. Not that I saw, no. Do you want it's, to, it's always... Have you got the bullet points endings? I found them earlier. Uh, I just wrote down what mine was. Ooh, that was it. Have you got it? Right, okay, so here we go. We've got Kane dies and Bo betrays you, right? That's the worst. Rachel dies protecting Faye, so only three of your squad survive. And then you've got Kane dies, but Bo doesn't betray you, but then he dies protecting Faye, so then you've got four people alive. So that's that's okay. a bit better. And then you've got Kane lives and Bo betrays you, but then Kay saves ah. Faye. And then you've got the one where everyone survives, which is... So, all of them, uh, all the endings, like, Faye is not a linchpin. No. So, everything involving her has got to be standard playthrough. Yeah, everything involving Faye is play for play. The only thing that I can't figure out is the whole sleeping with her, which you're right, it would make sense to not have that as an option. It needs to be part of the story. Yeah. But, um, okay, all right. Um, and I take it you got the after credit scene with Faye? 
Oh god, yeah, yeah. Um, which sort of seemed like a sequel hook, but not a really baited sequel hook. This mm-hmm. is more like a well, if we continue this, this is what we're gonna do. So, gentlemen, uh, we have come to the end because we have to make it the end because we're at an hour. Um, we gave our thoughts last week, but is there any last things you want to say? Any um, last minute recommendations of like you know? Eh. Uh, I like I I said it last week and I'll say it again. It's an absolute fantastic wee blast of a game. Like I had so 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 much fun playing it because I'm in the middle of RPG madness. This just it it just absolutely clicked and I had so much fun. It's like playing some sort of eighties sci-fi flick where it's all about bros and shooting things and things exploding and robots. It's just it's just nuts, but it's great. I had such fun. Uh, I'm I'm glad I chose it for the podcast. It's uh, it's been fun. It's been nice getting to show it to some new people, and uh, yeah, I, I hope you all, in, all enjoyed it because I think playing it again all these years later just shows that it's it's aged well. It's, it's it played just as fun for me as it did when it first came out. So you've really not missed anything by leaving it so long. Um, and I'd urge anyone to try it. Leave us a message of of what ending you get. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna not go one step further, but I'm gonna plant my flag here and say, so far this year, this is the best game we've played for the podcast. Um, and yes, I realize that includes control, Ooh. and but uh, yeah, this is the most fun I've had with our with the big game of the month. Anyway, like this is this is a lot of fun. Um, I'd say yeah, it's worth a punt. Seriously, it's 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 a lot of fun, especially if you enjoy third-person shooters. I hope it's something that doesn't kind of fade into obscurity, kind of like we were all afraid Vanquish would. But Vanquish got a re-release, and I would like to see this get the same kind of treatment as, you know, well, don't forget this existed, because even if you don't care about the story, which I I do, actually, which is very strange. It's it's not the greatest story ever, it's it but it is enough meat there to have you think about it, especially the slight moral dilemmas that it provides. Um so yeah, uh highly recommended. You should totally play this. Now, as I said last time, the next big games are The Dig by LucasArts, because we have to do one a year. <laughs> And it wasn't um, me that picked it. And it wasn't Craig. I know, that's just amazing. Um, then we have... Outer Worlds. Out The Outer Worlds, not The Outer Wilds. Don't be confused. <laughs> uh, like I was for a lot of it. Uh, Jeez, so please yes, don't after... play the wrong game. Yeah, uh, one is some weird indie musical thing, and the other one is by Obsidian. So play the one by Obsidian. Uh, after the Outer Worlds, we have Darkest Dungeon because yes, that's why. So um, I guess all that's left to say is thank you very much for listening. Go buy the game, you dingus, and uh, we will catch you next time. So, gentlemen, why don't you say bonjour? Oh wait, is that hello? Uh, au revoir. No, it's adieu. Au adieu. Adieu, 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 adieu. Au revoir. <laughs> Whatever, Monsieur, Madame, au revoir. Qu'est-ce qu'il y a un téléphone près d'ici? Oh my goodness, yeah. Wow, that was good. That was good. Um, I know one loaf de bread, s'il vous plaît. <laughs> um, that's about all my French. 
and I learned it from Charlie Brown goes to France. Anyway, we should end this thing. So, again, thank you very much for listening, and we will catch you next time on the game that we decide to play for next episode. See ya!